Okay, my friends, you ready to dive into the awesome holiday of Hanukkah? Let's do it. Okay, my friends, welcome. Thanks for tuning in. This is Rabbi Aaron Eisman, and this is DIY Judaism. Today, we're going to discuss the awesome holiday of Hanukkah. I am super, super pumped. Let us dive right in. We are going to discover that although Hanukkah is on Hanukkah, really every single day of the year is supposed to be Hanukkah. We're supposed to be tapping into these vitally important messages which will enhance our lives and light up the entire world. So please hang on tight. We're going to start with three foundational questions. We're going to try to answer those questions and then uncover how we can light up the world with these amazing, amazing ideas. Okay, question number one. So the story of Hanukkah is that the Greek army, the Greeks come to Israel and they start dominating the Jews and forbid them to study Torah. Uh, They're not allowed to do circumcision. They defile the whole temple and there's a tragic halting of Judaism in Israel. Lots of Jews are getting Hellenized, going over to the side of the Greeks. And question number one is, ladies and gentlemen, the Babylonians came into Israel. They killed the Jews. They destroyed the temple. Later on, the Romans came into Israel and killed the Jews and destroyed the second temple. The Greeks were in the middle. Why didn't the Greeks, you know, they say, when Rome, do like the Romans. Right, so the Romans, the Romans weren't in Rome, but but the Romans and the Babylonians killed the Jews and killed and destroyed the temple. Why didn't the Greeks kill the Jews and destroy the temple? They just had a beef with their Torah study, with their Torah learning, with their spiritual practices. Why is that? That's question number one. Question number two is, why is the celebration with oil? We have an incredible miracle. We have the powerful Greek army coming in, dominating the Jewish people, and a very, very small band, five rabbis, different opinions, 12, a a small band of rabbis defeat the Greek army. That is a massive miracle. Imagine five uh, five or six people defeating a world power. That's a massive miracle. And at the end of the miracle, when after the miracle is over, after they win the war, they come and they, they rededicate the, quest, the, 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 the temple, which is the word of Hanukkah. They're, they're rededicating the, the, the temple. And they found oil and it lasted for eight days. It was supposed to only last for, for one day and it lasted for eight days. That's certainly a miracle. But if we are celebrating the miracle of Hanukkah, shouldn't we celebrate the biggest part of the miracle? The fact that there was this massive, massive military victory. Why are we celebrating a seemingly minor event, which is the, uh, which is the, which is the uh, story of the uh, of the oil lasting. That's question number two. And question number three is, really the oil was supposed to last for one day and it lasted for eight days. So the question is, why are we celebrating a miracle of eight days? Really the miracle part was only seven days. So those are the three questions and with them we will try to answer and shed light on the powerful holiday of Hanukkah. Let us dive right in. Here we go. Here's a question for you. You know that the Torah often talks about uh, 
attributes that God has. Let's say the Torah will talk about the finger of God, the hand of God, the face of God. Right now, what does that even mean? God is obviously not physical. God is an infinite being. He doesn't have a hand. He doesn't have a finger. He doesn't have a face. How does how could the Torah refer to God's body parts? How does that make sense? And the answer is, my friends, that God does have a hand. God does have a finger. Whatever the Torah attributes to him, God does have. But how could that be? He's an infinite being. The answer is, he has it. And his is the real hand. The reason why I have a hand is so I could understand, I could wrap my brain around the concept of God's hand. God has a finger, but he has the real finger. My finger is a fake finger, is an analogy to God's finger. That's what my finger is. My finger is just so that I can understand what it means when it says in the Torah, God's finger, the finger of God. So I say, oh, I can relate to that because I have a finger, but my finger is only an analogy for God. And I'll tell you a little secret even further. This entire world is really just a manifestation of the spiritual energy. It's only a manifestation of godliness, of holiness. When you see another person, he's not an accountant or a plumber or a gas station attendant. He's a piece of the infinite. And when you see anything, you see a flower or a tree or grass or a car or, 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 or a building, that is a manifestation of spirituality. So when the Greek army come into Israel, and remember, who were the Greeks? They were the king, they were elite, the world power and brought the idea of the Olympics, human strength, wisdom, art, uh, you know, uh, running and strength and sculpturing and, and, and just the power of mankind and the glory of, of achievement and victory. And they come into Israel and they see this little band of Jews and they're like, the Jews are preaching that there's more than meets your eye. It's not what you see is what you get. When you see another person, it doesn't really matter how big his muscles are. He's a piece of the infinite. When you see another person, it doesn't matter how smart he is or how, how, how intelligent or how fast he could run or how far he could throw a spear. He's a piece of the infinite. And the Jewish people are so diametrically opposed to this, 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 this idea. Who cares about physicality? I mean, physicality is beautiful, but it's just a means to connect to our spiritual essence. And the Jews are preaching this. But the Greek, the Greek life is so beautiful and it's, and it's alluring. And there are unfortunately many, many Jews that go and leave their Judaism and embrace this kind of uh, ideology where, where hu- physicality is the end-all and be-all. Human achievement, physicality is the end-all and be-all. So the, that was the Greeks' battle with the Jews. The Greeks' battle with the Jews was you, what you see is what you get. There's nothing more. Human achievement is the ultimate. That is all that matters. And that is answering the first question. Why didn't they kill the Jews? Because they had no beef with the Jews. They had a beef with the way the Jews lived their life. Why didn't they destroy the temple? Why didn't they destroy the temple? Because 
They had no problem with the temple. They had a problem with what the temple represented. The temple, by the way, for those of you who don't know, the temple is the western wall in, in Israel. Um, it's the final wall of, of, uh, that's still remaining since uh, its destruction. And, and, uh, and God willing, it'll be rebuilt soon. But, but uh, the temple represented the house of God, sort of where God manifests his presence in this world. So, so they, they, they defiled it and destroyed it because they defiled what it stood for. That's the first question. That's the first answer. The second answer is obviously clear as well. Why do we celebrate the oil instead of the military defeat? And the answer is because what was the, what was the real victory? The military defeat was only a means to reestablishing this idea that the Jews is to bring to this world. That it's not what you see is what you get. There's a deep spiritual energy within the world. You know, it's interesting, you know, we use olive oil. What is an olive, right? You look at an olive, imagine, imagine you've never seen olive oil. So you say to your friend, hey, look, this is, there's the, 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 you know, look at these olives. They're like, oh yeah, look at olives. But really, you're missing the, the, uh, the main part of the olive. There's olive oil within it. And you just have to squeeze it or, or, or come to the depth of the olive and you get olive oil. It's very interesting. There's two ways to consecrate things in the temple. There's olive, olive oil and, and wine. And, and both grapes and olives hide the, their essence, hide who they really are. And that's everything in this world. If you see a lion or a giraffe or a tree or a river, they're just manifestations of the infinite. They're manifestations of God. It's very interesting because when the Greeks were saying this, they didn't know about the Big Bang. When the Greeks were saying this, they were saying that the world always was. And then, uh, you know, whoops, you know, we just found out a couple years ago, there's a Big Bang. That means that there was a beginning. Where'd the beginning come from? Oh, well, I don't know yet. Well, Jews have been saying this all along. The beginning was God created the world. So at this time, the, the Greek culture was like paramount. And, and the Jews were like, I don't know. We, I think there's a God. But now it's been proven there's a Big Bang. If there's a Big Bang, obviously the Big Bang had to come from somewhere. And that is the battle with the Greeks and the Jews. The battle with the Greeks and the Jews is, is it a physical world or is it a spiritual world that looks like a physical world? And that's why we say that it's Hanukkah all year round, because it's our job as Jews to reveal the spirituality within the world, to reveal what is really there. If somebody insults you and you don't respond, that's, that's crazy. Why wouldn't you respond? The only reason you didn't respond if someone insults you is if there's a spiritual power, if there's morality, if there's ethics, if you're, if you're, if you're, if, if you're, you know, you see your mailman and you're in a bad mood and you don't want to smile at the mailman and you smile at the mailman, why should you smile at the mailman? You wouldn't go to jail if you don't smile at the mailman. You don't have to smile at the mailman. The reason why I smile at the mailman is because it's the right thing to do. I am connected to my, my soul, which holds my values, my ethics, my morals. I'm, there's much more than just physical power. And that is how we light the Hanukkah candles throughout the year. 
we, anytime we reveal our spiritual essence throughout the year, we are, we are celebrating Hanukkah. Anytime we listen to somebody, we help out a friend who we don't really want to help, really, we, we celebrate Shabbat. Right? Well, Shabbat, it's crazy. For, for 25 hours, you stop all work, you stop all business. And what we're saying is, yes, there's a higher power. There's, a, there's something greater than myself. Before eating food, I make a blessing. Oh, there's something greater than myself. And that is the idea. How Again, on Hanukkah, we celebrate Hanukkah, but it's really reminding us that throughout the year we should be celebrating every single second of the day we're celebrating Hanukkah by revealing the spiritual energy. And that, of course, answers our last question. Why was Hanukkah eight days and not seven days if the miracle was only seven days? It was supposed to last for one day and it lasted for eight days so the miracle is only seven days so why does the the Hanukkah uh, holiday eight days and the answer is that the miracle is really eight days when oil burns that's a miracle what's a miracle a miracle is a manifestation of God well everything is a manifestation of God just because you see this miracle every single day or all the time does not mean it's not a miracle a the seven days indicated that the first day was also a miracle from the fact that the, that, the, that the oil lasted for so long, it reminded us that the first day is also a miracle. So although in physical terms, to a Greek outlook, you might say that, oh, the miracle was only seven days, but in the Jewish outlook, the miracle is eight days because really everything is a miracle. And just to end with a, we're going to end with a very, very deep idea. And that is really, this whole concept is the battle between seven and eight. You see, the physical world, the physical dimensions are six, right? Every, every, every item has six sides, up, down, right, left, front, back, right? But if you have, let's say, a can of Coke, right? And it's got six sides. But you don't say, here is six sides. You say, here's a can of Coke. Why? Because coming together, the seven, is it becomes a can of Coke. Anything physical has a name, and that's number seven. Seven is the, the thing that ties it all together. You don't say, here, look, here's six sides of a can. You say, no, this is a can. Why? Because this is, this is when they all come together, that's number seven. And that is, and that, that's what Shabbat is, by the way. Shabbat ties together the whole week. It ties together the physical world. That's the power of seven. And that is the, that is the, the Greek outlook, that, that there's a physical world, and, and that's all there is. And along comes the Jewish Torah. Along comes our Torah. Along comes Hanukkah. And we say, no, no, no. There's eight. There's an energy behind that power. There's an energy that is driving that seven. That seven is not just coming from the sum of six parts. There, it's coming from, from eight. It's not that six power seven, eight power seven. And that is, the, that is why the holiday of Hanukkah is eight days. And that's why, that's why the Jewish, that's why circumcision is on the eighth, eighth day. That's, a, that's, when we, that's when we consecrate our, our, our body as a Jew. Well, on the eighth day. Because eight, eight is the Jewish number. Because that is a, that is a number that is above spirituality. 
So let's celebrate Hanukkah every single day of the year, every single minute of the day. When you see somebody else, look at the godliness within them. Love them. You know, we just had this crazy racism in, in our country, and you know, it's unfortunately, a lot of it's still going on. And and racism is crazy. Why? Because it's 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 looking at the world as seven. You're physical. I'm physical. You're different than me. I hate you. You make more than me. I make less than you. You're from a different country than me. We're separate. It's a, it's a world of seven. In the world of eight, there's no racism. In the world of eight, there's love and harmony and, and unity and togetherness. And that's really the goal of Hanukkah. That's, the, that's our mission as Jews. So let's go out there. And again, you know, I'm, I'm, uh, you know I don't know. I, 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 I try to promote the message uh, in my little way, my... my uh, my uh, small little talents and small little forum, but the, the, our, 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 our duty is, if you're listening to this now, our duty is to, to get the word out there because the world needs it so badly, to get it out there by revealing the spirituality within the world because that is the true secret to world peace. Have a beautiful, happy Hanukkah. Thank you for listening. Feel free to reach out at any time. My number is 917-696-1233. My email is rabbie at maor.org. And I look forward to being in touch with all of you.